0: say that getting in shape is hard, but no one told you about the struggle. It's time for you to get healthy, but business and family make life complicated. Discover all the high-performance secrets that founders and busy entrepreneurs use to ensure they stay fit and lean, no matter how busy they get. This podcast is a reminder to use those secrets, which make getting in shape easy and stress-free while doing it in a way that fits your busy lifestyle. And ultimately, this will make you a better performer at work and home. You're listening to The High Performance Founder with your host, Dan Goh.
1: What is up? I'm here with Soren and he has been with our program for about, I would say like six months right now, right? Yeah. Uh, and you have had some incredible results. And, uh, yeah, man, like I I wanted to kind of like tease out from you, uh, you know, kind of like your, your tips and your tricks to what was it? You lost like 44 pounds off of your body or something Mm -hmm. like that. And, uh, and I know that you were doing this while, uh, you have a family, uh, we could talk about the bet as well. And, uh, you know, doing this while you're, uh, running a business. So let me, let me ask you first, what was the main motivator that caused you to reach out and, and ask for help and to to work on this part of your life in the first place yeah I mean I think
2: you know the big thing is driven by being an example for my kids um, and for me my own energy right um, and sort of just knowing that if I'm not taking care of myself it's affecting everything I think that's the the biggest thing and I had um, I had previously gotten quite heavy and had lost the weight and he kept it off, but it had crept back up in this past year or the year before. And I just felt like, you know, I needed to have accountability. I needed to have a a coach. Um, I needed to elevate the priority in my life uh, in order to really, you know, hit my goal. And so You know, I I sort of took an approach of I'll I'll stack a bunch of things (laughs) in order to hit my goal. So, um, you know, having this program um, was a primary thing. I bet my kids, we can talk about that in detail or not, but I made a bet with my kids about losing the weight and, you know, really just felt like I needed to make it a priority um, based on how I was feeling and uh, based on what I knew I needed to do.
1: Well, tell me about the bet with the kids, because uh, I, <laughs> I heard that the very first time. And I'm like, this guy is serious about <laughs> this. So, so what happened with the bet with the kids?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I, the, the original bet, so I made this bet two years ago as well and lost miserably. But what mm-hmm. I did is I bet them I could get a six pack. And they're all like, no way, no, you know, typical response. <laughs> and so I lost it. I bet one kid like 20 bucks and I had lost it. And then this year I was like, all right, I'm upping it. So we have, hmm. we have six kids, but I bet five of the kids, a hundred bucks each. And I bet my dad 200. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, it was, it was really interesting having that additional bump up, right. Uh, just, you know, I've got that loss aversion. I'm going to lose that money. I'm going to let my kids down. All that really, um, and with the coaching, really kept it top of mind for me. And so I, I ultimately got a two pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then by the end of the, you know, this past year, um, yeah. and so I I lost the bet but won the bet, and I've renewed it for yeah. this year, so I will be getting yeah. it this year. I showed um,
1: my wife your uh, picture. She's like, she actually like she I didn't even show her. Like, I was passing through my pictures and then she saw your picture, like, whoa, what happened to that guy? Like, (laughs) holy, you turned into a completely different person. Uh, and and I like what you said because uh we have like people are either drawn to the carrot or they're they're actually afraid of the stick. And it's okay if you actually are more loss averse than you are more reward uh mm-hmm. gaining and seeking i feel like i'm lost i feel like i am more loss aversive right so uh, if i bet someone that i'm gonna be like whatever whatever and uh, the the idea that one i'm gonna lose a bet two i'm gonna like lose whatever I, I i bet as a as kind of like that thing then i would actually be more inclined to to make through on the bet and mm-hmm. to to crush it so one thing that uh, stuck out to me when you were talking is that you have six kids whoa six kids so you dropped 44 pounds and you did it while uh running a business and also while raising six children uh can you tell me like the ages of the children uh very like yeah, yeah. Yep. We have everything from nine months to 14 years old so oh annoying. my gosh oh my gosh so uh how i know that when you eat with your family it's variable right your kids are eating you know what they're eating you're eating what you're eating. So, how did you balance uh, the the dieting aspect while you were uh, while you're raising your kids at the same time?
2: Yeah, I think you know the big thing is also trying to use it as you know time to teach our kids. Right now, this is why we eat what we eat and don't eat what we eat. Um, I think for me, really picking out was really helpful tracking. Right, tracking via the app that quantifying it for me is a big deal. Um, and I have like a technical background. So that's the type, you know, I nerd out on that type of stuff anyway, but that was really helpful for me, whether or not you you like it or not, just seeing those numbers and knowing, okay, if I serve that and that and that, then, you know, I'm off the, you know, I'm off the plan. So it was really helpful tracking. Um, and, you know, just choosing, all right, I want to have, you know, that clean, protein source right but I don't want to have all those tortillas or whatever it is right whatever your focus is and just really picking I'm going to eat I'm going to eat with the family we're going to have the same meal mostly but I'm going to keep some of these things off my plate that was probably the biggest thing with the tracking I was really just being a little bit choosy um, and not letting it be like no guys I can't be part of this family moment um, you know I'm going to go eat something else or make you know I have something different um, really just choosing the things that are good or better, um, and applying that if we're going out to eat, you know, if we're, um, at a, you know, not as much now, but, you know, for a friend's house or something like that, really making sure that, um, you remember your goal at each meal, right. And mm-hmm. stick, stick to your plan towards that. Goal.
1: Did you, did you find that this blood or did you find that your 14 year old or your wife, uh, started like what? You were setting this example of how you're eating, how you're working out. Uh, did you find that any of your kids kind of like followed suit as a result of you doing this at all?
2: A little, a lot of times they'll, you'll hear them telling you, Hey, you know, you're not supposed to eat that. Right. Like I didn't, I wasn't <laughs> perfect. You know? Like I, I have a, a bad sweet tooth. Right. So, Hey, you know, you're not going to get that six pack. So they were like little mini coaches every time in the kitchen That's or when we're going out to eat. And so I, I love that type of accountability from them, right? That works two ways. You're teaching them, and they're teaching you, right? They're reflecting mm-hmm. back to you what what you've told them. So um, it was, as far as them following it, to an extent, yes. Um, they're def. It's definitely getting in there, right? Whether or not they, you know, what what they choose when they're with their friends and you know go to the store, that's you know. We try to influence them, but that's what the choices they are going to make. But I think that they're getting that knowledge buried in there. And I, one thing that I learned from my dad, right. Is there's stuff that he taught me when I was a kid that now that I'm in my forties, it's, it's in there and it's coming back. And it's like, Oh yeah, I learned that lesson. And I
1: followed that, even though I, you know, maybe at the time I was like, whatever, dad, you know, stuff (laughs) like that. It it does remind me when I was a, when I was a kid, uh, you know, it didn't, it actually took about two or three years for it to happen. But I saw my dad just hit the gym the first thing in the morning and he wasn't preachy. He wasn't uh, saying like, you got to hit the gym or you got to work out. It was like, I think I was in my twenties at the time, just watching him go to the gym. And lo and behold, three years afterwards, I'm just like, I I, I'm going to go to the gym. It just feels like normal. It just feels like a normal thing, you know? And I'm still hitting the gym. My dad's still hitting the gym right now. So we, it won't happen immediately, but it do feel like it's going to happen over the course of time. It's going to happen. It's kind of like, uh, osmosis a little bit. It just takes a little bit of time to, to get in there. So you had gone through periods of gaining weight, losing it, gaining weight, losing it. What have been your biggest lessons, uh, through going those, through those cycles and what, uh, how are you approaching your, uh, your weight loss now, as opposed to before?
2: Yeah, I think the, you know, the biggest thing With the cycles, I'm pretty good for two weeks or pretty good for a month, maybe two months, right? And you can, and I've got weight data back like a decade or you can see it, right? Okay, down, down, up, now it pops back down, down, down. And even if I'm, you know, not going up overall on average, it's, you know, it is yo-yoing. I think the biggest thing was at week two or month one or month two of those cycles, you know, there's you and there's John. And even, even as little as a thumbs up, right. Or a little (laughs) comment or, you know, a call, um, those things just, they, you know, you start to go that other direction and nope, go that up. You keep going the the right direction. Right. So that, um, that was actually the, the biggest thing for me.
0: Are you enjoying the show thus far? We go through so many resources and links with the podcast. It's tough to keep up. I get it. That's why Dan and the rest of the team put together the High Performance 7. It's a free online course that helps entrepreneurs get lean, build muscle, and increase energy in a way that fits their lifestyle. We go over things like how to burn fat like a 20-year-old, the lazy man's way to building muscle, the 10-minute Superman system, the lead domino that makes all other things easy, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of the show, you can access the High Performance 7 100% free of charge. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in. To get full access, all you have to do is go to www.highperformance7.com. It's high performance, all spelled out, and the number 7.com. And fill out the short form there for us to give you full access. Once again, www.highperformance7.com. Now, back to the show. Um, In
2: terms of how I view things differently, I'd say it's more, you know, things I knew, right? It's nutrition. Nutrition is going to be, you know, you've got to exercise. That's super important for other reasons, but nutrition is going to be the piece that's going to melt the fat or add the muscle, you know, and really feeling that and, um, turning that knob, not in isolation, but really turning that nutrition knob and seeing how mal- malleable my body was, um, just with that piece. That was, you know, my approach now is it was such a great reinforcement that you've got to have your nutrition dialed in and your body is so sensitive. I think that was, you know, for me to, to, really feel that over an extended six-month, you know, period of time with p- very consistent progress, that was, you know, that really changes how you view it, right? You you know, and you can feel how good it feels and you know how bad it feels to be off track. I think that's the one thing now that I'm much more aware of and and much more um, quantified on the nutrition side. So,
1: Awesome. Awesome. And, that, uh, and what about the intangible side? So you've, you lost like 44 pounds off of your body. You literally turned from, uh, man, I, I want to, you were past about a dad bod. You were actually like dad bod 2.0. You had the big belly. And now here you are, you're lean. Um, you look like a completely different person. And what, were the intangible changes, like the things that you couldn't necessarily measure that you found as a result of uh, losing the weight and also doing the things that caused it to lose weight in the first place?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I think that, well, there's stuff, I guess, it's tangible-ish, but, you know, my clothes that I, yeah. from before, fitting, right? Certain stuff being super loose. Um, a lot in my face, right? People yeah. saying, oh my gosh, you know, you look so much thinner. Um, those were big ones um feeling lighter right and feeling you know i i have i have a bodyweight routine that i also do and that feeling the difference in that every day um was was really great right and and then even some you know my sleep my resting heart rate you know my sleep quality all those types of things where's my took it off to work out (laughs) on the ring right that that i got from you yeah um that's been amazing to watch the differences in in that. So it affects, yeah, you just feel so much better. And for me, you know, I'm sort of returning to how I was, you know, long when I was younger, that's, that feels really good, right? You feel lighter, you feel happier, you feel better. That, that was great. And I, you know, my wife's happy with it and everything, you know, it's just, it's great.
1: Yeah, so the wife, the wife is digging the new body right now. Yeah, she's she's (laughs) digging the new (laughs) start. Awesome, brother. Awesome. And then what would you say is, uh, you know, you dropped 44 pounds, completely changed your body. You look like a different person. You feel like a different person. Um, what would you say are kind of like your top two to three uh, tips that you would give to someone that was in your position before? Uh, what would you say to them? And what are some, let's just say, tricks of the trade or things that you've been through that you would actually say to them to to help them along their journey? Yeah, I th- I think... The first thing
2: is do whatever you need to do to up the priority, right? It's mostly a problem of, of priority. We yeah. can make all the excuses we want. We don't have time. It's work, stuff, whatever it is. If it's a priority, you'll, you'll do it and you'll get results. And so for me, it was making a, a major priority was signing up for this program, right? Sign up, sign up. That's the number one thing. You if If you're willing to put money behind it, you know you're serious. And that's truly making it a priority. I think... It's easy to be like, oh, I want to get, you know, what's that, that free app or that free workout, which can be great. But I would say for people like me and most people, the, you know, being willing to invest in yourself is a signal of the priority. And I think that, it, and it goes both ways. You might not be prioritizing, but, you know, you say, ah, well, I'll put some money on it. Then you'll prioritize it. So I'd mm-hmm. say, put something important on it. It doesn't have to be money, but it, it, I think that's a component of it. So signing up for the program. I'd say, do that, right? Get a coach, get the program that works for you. The best things don't happen overnight necessarily. Um, you got to be able to just follow the plan and the plan works and, and have, have faith in that and know, you know, what, you know what you and John, damn what you guys are, are teaching us, know that it works, right? Know that if you keep doing this day in and day out, you are going to transform, right? And if you're not, you guys are right there to say, oh, tweak this or you, know, do, this di- you know, do this differently um, or try this. So I'd say... Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely the, the second piece sort of ha- have, have faith in it. Um, and the third is really figure out what is the point of leverage for you, right? For me, the point of leverage was really controlling nutrition and stopping eating ice cream and chocolate and sweets, right? That for me, that's the big thing. It's not beer, you know, it's, it's not laying on, on the couch, it's that stuff. And finding you back. Uh, and, and once you find that you can focus on solving it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, number one, uh, set the priority, and I always say this: it's like the things you spend time on, the things you spend money on, that is a direct reflection of what your priorities are. Uh, the other one is trust the process, follow the plan, have faith. Faith is huge because a lot of people don't even have faith in themselves. They invest into something and they're like, "I don't know if this is gonna work." It's like, no. If you actually put your full, if you put your full self into this process, you will get back everything you will get back the goals you will actually start to make progress only if you give yourself to the process and actually trust it and the last one is find out what the point of leverage for for you is right so it's like okay so what's the what's the camel that's going to break the straws or the straw that's going to break the camel's back what is that that weak area that you're going to turn into a strength that's actually going to make every single weight loss thing redundant right for you that was uh that was, that was a sugar piece right there so Super huge. Amazing. Amazing. And and I'm glad that you shared that. So I guess like final question for, uh, for you is you've lost the weight. And right now we're, I I talked to you before this, I was like, okay, we're in this, (laughs) like, we're, we're still in this sticky, sticky situation because like when you lose the weight, your body wants to gain it back. So what would you say happens after you lose the weight? What is your focus? What are you trying to accomplish right now because a lot of people are like what happens when i lose the weight what, ha- what what do i do like all this kind of stuff so where is your focus right now what do you want to do yeah so for me i want to add muscle um that's that's the key part and keep the
2: the you know my body fat percentage down that's yeah. really it. and maintain right sort of maintaining and adding muscle to just not a huge amount just up to some level um probably add like 10 pounds of muscle or something like that uh maybe 15 and maintaining, right? Making sure that it's habitual, it's, uh, you know, defines my lifestyle. Uh, Those are the key things for me. Um, And and really after that, you know, the bet piece of this, really seeing how easy it is to slip back, you know, if you don't watch yourself, it's so easy to sort of slip back, especially if you've been going hard towards the goal. Um, So for me, it's, you know, getting my head back on straight and no, this is the goal, this is the next phase of this. I'm really remembering what works and doing it still, so. Mm.
1: Yeah and and I, I I we talked a little bit before this call and uh you know we we had I had some uh things to say for sure but but also like not necessarily for you I love the fact that you're choosing a new goal which is the gaining of muscle and also you're not letting yourself up understanding that hey uh 6 months does not make a, a freaking you know lifetime um there are still some weak areas. Uh, You still have to be conscious and you still have to, you know, people think that when you lose the weight, that's it, then life is amazing. But the reality is, is like, no, that's when the journey begins, right, friends. And that is actually where you have to be extra careful to make sure that you're not falling back to where you need to be or to where you were before. We'll be talking definitely on Train arise, just kind of like going back and forth. You know, Soren, I just want to say, you know, thanks again for getting on this interview, but imparting your wisdom and also for being an example to your children and also to our clients to see what is possible when you put your full ass into the freaking uh, program. So, so yeah, man, just want to say thank you and uh, appreciate you getting on here. So uh, the, yeah, ju- the journey's not done, man. Journey's not done. So we still, <laughs> gotta, right. guys, we still got more to go. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: It's been so great. And I'm so grateful for your support and and John's support and and the opportunity to talk, you know, and hopefully it's it's helpful. So appreciate it.
1: Thank you.
0: If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe on whichever platform you're tuning in from. Help Dan and the rest of the team get the word out to more entrepreneurs like yourself and leave an honest review for the show. It would mean the world to us if you can help in those two ways. Dan reviews all the feedback on the show, so we can't wait to hear what you've got for us. This show is made for your benefit, so be sure to reach out if you have any ideas on topics that we can cover on the show or people we should interview. You're listening to the High Performance Founder Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Yeah. Get back. Get back.